Hello, everybody. Welcome to another episode of the HP Podcast. I'm your host, Dustin. Here with me, the beautiful boys, Phil. Hello. And Ben. Greetings. How are you guys today? Doing all right. Good. I feel like it's a good vibe in here right now. We've got a, a nice rainfall outside. It's been storming pretty bad here in Western PA. Right, right as you say that, power goes out. <laughs> you know, I thought about that. We were talking about that earlier. Just like, what, you know, Phil's going to get here. He's going to drive mm-hmm. 45 minutes in and the power mm-hmm. will go out when he gets here. Yep. So it still could happen. You know, maybe this, <laughs> maybe what you're hearing <laughs> was net or, you know, maybe you won't hear it at all. And it's just going to get obliterated through well, the power backup search. generator will just kick in. And oh, we'll, the, yeah. The, yeah. The backup generator. Yeah. <laughs> here at the office. <laughs> here at the office. Yeah. We got that installed, ready to go. <laughs> right. But no, I do like the rain. They're supposed to potentially, it was a tornado watch here. Yeah, I, I saw some pictures online. I think they were just clouds that people thought looked swirly, so they said it was a tornado, but I got a flood there was a tornado watch earlier. I got that too. Yeah. I read online, the watch means it's like, it's the perfect conditions, or not the perfect, but the conditions are right for a tornado, right. but we haven't seen one yet. Yeah. But warning means warning. they've seen it. It's yeah. out there. So no warning. I haven't gotten a warning yet. Currently. I wonder how long, I don't know how long it's supposed to last, though. Till 10 p.m. Oh, okay. So we're in the tornado zone right we're now. Tornado Alley. No, Tornado Alley is a totally different thing. Yes, very different thing. But, Phil, yep. you said you got caught in the rain. I, you were I a little, sure little wet oh, getting out of work. Soaked to the bone. That's I've never no been fun. in complete, you know, head to toe in, in uh, my suit. I was pretty soaked. Um, that suit jacket gets pretty heavy when it's wet. I avoid getting, you know, out in the rain. I avoid it as much as humanly possible. I just don't like yeah. being like after you get in and you're, you're damp the rest of the day. Oh, yeah. I hate that. Yeah. It's even hard for me, Phil. We've been at some music festivals where it's been complete downpour. Oh, God. The, and the uh, warp tour that one year when your mom got stepped on. Oh, yes. I think that it rained right in the middle of that one, I think. <laughs> Anyone who's listening to this is like, what the so fuck? <laughs> no, my mom, we were there at warp tour and the yeah. band Maylene and the Sons of Disaster. Oh, yeah. Lord. We were checking them out, yep. and the lead singer jumped off the stage, landed on my mom's shoulder. Put a boot print. Put a boot print. He <laughs> gave her, her a free shirt. He felt terrible. Yeah. but Put a boot print on what? Her shoulder. Her shoulder. Where wow, he landed, yeah. which it yeah. didn't hurt. She's like, I didn't feel any pain. Yeah. So. Yeah. But and yeah. it rained in the middle of the day, and then the Skylar sun came Krim. out. What? No. Skylar Krim. Dallas Taylor. Dallas, Dallas Taylor. Taylor. Sorry, not Skylar. See, they're all intermingled. That's he is legend, isn't it? Yes. Yes. But the thing about those festivals, it's like you either just embrace it or yeah. you are having a bad time. Yeah. And even then I'll embrace it, but I'm having a worse time because I just hate the, especially when it's in your, your shoes. Right. You know, I and at least was doing. Sorry. He was probably recovering. Accident. I know. Yeah. 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 He was an actor. He was in, oh, what movie was he in? Joe I Dirt. I gotta look it up. He was in Joe he was Dirt in Joe 2. Dirt. He was in Joe Dirt 2. That's Damn. what it was. The Crackle exclusive, <laughs> yeah. right? I downloaded Crackle just to watch it the one day. Wow. So <laughs> even if like the bottom of my pants get wet or if oh. it's, uh, just kill me. Yeah. I'm serious. Like I'll be I honest, hate being wet. Even like when, if I'm doing dishes and my wife needs the water for a second, I dry my hands off because yep. I don't like them being wet for those 30 seconds that she's using the sink. Yep. Yeah. Yep. Terrible. I hate being wet. Um, I was instantly angry. I had to call her to actually do my thinking for me. Oh. So, yeah. And that's even what I said. I said, you got to decide. You got to figure some shit out for me because I can't think right now. <laughs> I'm so angry. I'm just I've been wet. there. We've all been there. Um, brand new car. I didn't want to sit inside it. Like, I didn't know what to do. I was like, yeah. oh, this is just going to get all musty now from all the fucking rain. And, Damn, dude. Uh, I'm trying to swear less, but then this day, <laughs> stupid rain. There go the good vibes. Uh, that's, there goes the Bring the, good the rain vibes. into it. Yeah. 
Ben, how are you today? I'm pretty good. I didn't get too wet yet. Good. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Still time. There's still plenty of time till 10 p.m. Apparently. See, that's why I don't like water parks either, especially ones that are like in the middle of an amusement park. Okay, so yeah. And then you get wet, and then you got to go about the rest Who of the day. Who does that? <laughs> apparently, tons of people. I see tons that when people. you go to Kennywood or Cedar Hate Point. It. There's people that go on the water rides, and then you can hear them walking around. And I'm right. like, don't, aren't you chafing like a motherfucker right, right now? Yeah. What those dumbasses that like on the Jurassic Park ride at like Universal or other places that, you know, people on the ride, you're going to get wet, whatever. But these dumb people stand on the bridge and right. like, they don't even ride the ride and they still just get wet for no reason. That's, that's my thing. I don't like being wet unless I mean to be wet. Right. And when I mean to be wet is when I'm in the shower. That's the and only that is time. it. That's it. Wow. It's when, when I turn yep, the shower off, the towel touches my body before the shower head yep. stops pouring water. Yep. Now, now like, Ben, you were you were pretty hot on the pool in Honduras. I love the pool. You weren't hot, though. It was a very cold pool. It was a cold And pool. a cool day. Okay, so I don't like being wet, like I just said, when I don't want to be wet. Right. Fair enough. Like when, I, when I don't mean to be wet. Mm. So, yeah. I love swimming. I tolerate showering, <laughs> and that's about it. Guys, I have a dilemma that I told Ben about. I'll tell you, Phil. Okay. Is this about chafing? No. Though <laughs> I do. I have a war on chafing. Yeah. That <sighs> I just, enough. Enough. You know, enough chafing. We need to end chafing forever. Start a, a, a Patreon, not a Patreon, GoFundMe, a, a, a list. You know, people were wanting right. to get rid of Game of Thrones last season. Let's get rid of chafing once and forever. I got to remember okay. to pack the cream the, yeah, the chafing cream. Yep. You gotta you gotta bring that when you go to PAX or E three. That's have okay. The, cream. the number one tip for E three PAX whatever. Phil has some kind of weird ass cream that works quite well. Wait, wait, wait. It's it's ass cream. Is it, ass cream? it is some kind of cream. Chocolate ass cream. But gold. Bring the gold bond, everybody. Right. Oh, you'll yeah. you'll bond. you'll be okay. glad you need it. Especially E three when it's so hot out. You know, yeah. you might. Gold bond's just a good rule for like the summer in general oh yeah and i mean even for like your shoes put in your shoes get rid of some of that odor man oh hell yeah i mean your feet stink i don't care who you are yeah if you're in the heat they stink that's right and the sandal business (laughs) stop it (laughs) enough with that that's another petition so your feet must sweat and you must use gold pot that's right in an episode of a podcast that will never air i actually was wearing sandals and mentioned you i was like ben would be horrified if he knew i was sitting here podcast was this uh Oh, yeah, 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 the one. The one podcast. The one. Mm, right, right. Yeah. So here's oh, the dilemma, one. Phil. Yeah. I went me. to Taco Bell today. Dilemma solved. Don't go anymore. Well, that's that's part of the dilemma. So do you is that Taco Bell? I do, passionately. Wow. Yeah. I don't like this podcast. <sighs> anyway, continue. continue. So I hope, it, I hope you have to eat Taco Bell for the rest of your life wet. Wow. Well, <laughs> that would literally be my nightmare. I go to Taco Bell. Okay. I always order two tacos mm-hmm. and a Fritos burrito. That's, that's the Dustin Furman special. That's the way. Frito burrito. Here's the please. problem. Every time I eat Taco Bell, I get into a coma. Yeah. I can't move. Yeah. And I have to I have to lay down. And so it's good food doesn't do that to you, you know. I guess not. <laughs> what did you eat today, Phil? What did I eat today? I don't eat really not much, man. I had a protein no. bar. Me either. Protein I'm bar. have a salad when I get home, probably. So anyway, the problem is I feel like, you know. Can't really. I need to stop eating Taco Bell it's all because those carbs. unless I that know it's like a Saturday too. and I can go home and probably take a nap right afterwards. But, wh- but why? Why would you want to take a nap after your lunch? Like that's just you shouldn't have to factor in sleep because of the food <laughs> that you eat. <laughs> that's a fair point. That's, that's, I've actually I've used to deal with that a lot of other places, and I've I kind of stopped eating at places that I know make me feel that way. Now there is a detail that's okay. not being mentioned here. Mm. So what's the and the, that's that 
Dustin is prone to naps. Now, I'm not saying he naps all the time, but right, he enjoys right. naps sometimes. Okay. I hate a nap. Or, or even needs them right. because of, you know, and that's really cool. But a man like you or I right. who don't take naps, I yeah. wonder if it would have the same effect on us. I'll tell you. There Listen, is... I only eat Taco Bell at midnight, <laughs> so I don't know. <laughs> Just don't eat it. Here's the thing, and I was thinking about this, Ben, the other day, is that I go to bed between midnight and 1230. Yeah. And I wake up at about 630. Mm-hmm. So how many hours is that? Six. Six hours. Six to six and a half. And that's why I feel like when I, years ago when I was sleeping eight hours a night, I didn't need naps for oh. the most part. But now that I'm sleeping six hours because of my schedule, I need naps all the time. Well, now that wow. you've hit puberty, you know, I you're guess. changing body. <laughs> but the thing is, I'm like, Ben doesn't sleep at all. No, and that's not true. I sleep fine. some. You sleep some, yeah, but not, you don't sleep six hours a night. No, that's a waste uh, of time. I, that's how I feel. How do we sleep? Like, it's in the year. You know, it's tw- we're living in the future. We got drones and shit. How come we haven't figured out a way for people to sleep less? Like, hey, you could take this pill, and it makes your sleep ten times more effective, and you can sleep less. There okay. are things that help you sleep better, like uh, like just get deeper sleep. Mm. So that your sleep that you get is actually more rewarding. Hmm. But mm. I, I just, I don't know. I might, maybe I took that pill at some point. I don't know, man. I just, I was like, man, I could get more done if I didn't have to. If I could sleep yeah. like Ben does. But if I even go to one o'clock, uh-huh. if I hit the five hour range, the whole next day, you better I'm, start prepping right now for E three. E three is different. You got the E three energy vibes you know what i mean the, the adrenaline wow, because i have seen you at, at these conventions and i have not <laughs> picked up on the energy vibes i was just pretty good at packs he this, had a one dude, beer and you were okay. he was, this year's okay. packs i was yeah, i was good i year. was good to go i've, yeah. I've learned i've the, the tricks of the trade now yeah at these shows now the e3 the previous year very sick it's a very sick boy for about half of it i remember that it was very uncomfortable my trick cold, this year at pax was almost died. Like a bad cold really bad cold yeah. mm-hmm Oh yeah, your as your trick is almost not almost die, and then you just come back and you're you're good to go, <laughs> no problem. Uh-huh. All right, Phil. Yeah, what are you dreaming of this week? Dreaming of dry clothes and being indoors where the rain can't hurt me. Well, that's where you are right now. I know. Dream fulfilled. It really has been. Yeah. Um. Yeah. Ever since I got out of work today and the soaking <laughs> rain just two hours my ago. Life, yeah. I've just been dreaming and thinking about being dry, and right now I am. So. I'm I'm pretty happy about that. There you go. That's the only thing. I've got other dreams, but we dreamed about E3 last week, and we can, you know, that's all I've been thinking about, really. So Yeah, me too. Um, but I figure I'll, I'll throw a little wrench in it and say that uh, I'm just dreaming of being dry. Okay. Yeah. Ben, what are you dreaming about? The thing I'm dreaming about is something that you may or may not already know about. It may not may or may not be public. So I'm not going to say exactly what it is, because if you're listening to this podcast at 3 a.m., you don't know about it yet. If you're listening to this podcast in a couple of days, you probably do. Right. So I won't say exactly what it is, but it's something to do with video games. It is a big announcement that yes. Handsome Phantom is partnered with. Yes. I think that's the right word. I think that's the right word. So you'll see it on our Twitter. Yeah. You'll be able to and see it on our YouTube there. channel. And hey, there'll even be a podcast in this feed. Maybe there is already. Yeah. Um, for me, I guess this, I don't want to make my dream a shout out, but I'm just going to do it because fuck it. I, you know, we can do what we want on our show. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? My dream this week is a little bit of a, I guess to say, a dream come true. That sounds lame. But I edited an episode of SideQuest for Colin Moriarty's YouTube channel. It's about the history of Konami. It's a, it's very well done, uh, written by Sophia Narwitz. 
and uh, also Colin worked on. So it's a very cool episode. Very excited about it. So the dream about is about the future episodes coming. It's exciting. There you go. You're like a real employee there now. You know, is, uh... sort of. I'm, I'm not actually in like I'm still a contractor there technically, but I mean, I make a, a decent chunk of change there. So, mm-hmm. yeah, it's exciting. $60 a month, right? $60. That's uh, yeah. You know, uh, every two months, actually. <laughs> every two months. So, wow. At least he treats you fairly. That's right. <laughs> uh, let's get into this week's very serious question. Oh, here we go. This week's very serious question is boxers or briefs? Let me start. I'll start. Okay. It's not even a competition. It's uh, boxers. All boxers all the time. And none of this boxer brief shit where they combine the two. Wow. Just boxers. Boxers, boxers, boxers. But they have to have a good waistband. Okay. It's got to have a nice waistband, a a strong waistband to hold them up. I don't have much of a butt. Mm. So um, You don't want to be slipping. I don't want to be slipping. So I got to have a nice strong waistband, but boxers. My boy's got to breathe. I got some meaty clackers. Okay. They have to. We'll (laughs) leave it at that. They have to breathe. Yep. Ben? Uh, I can do... You only ask for two options, so I'm just going to say boxers in that instance. But I can do boxers or boxer briefs. Mm. Now, I used to be much more of a boxer man, mm-hmm. um, but that has changed over the years. I can I can do boxers or boxer briefs. Uh, the boxer briefs, though, they can't. I'm going to do put a qualification on it like Phil did. They can't be cheap. Mm-hmm. Actually, neither one of them can be cheap. Right. Uh, Walmart for a while. I don't know if they still do. And when I was in like college, I this is what I wore. But they used to have these boxers that were like garbage fabric i don't uh, even know what to compare them they're to. they're literally made out of garbage they're made out of garbage <laughs> no they were like slick almost not like you know what's the word i'm looking for like silk they weren't mm. like silk they were like it's like an like under cheap, shirt they were like cheap material hmm. none of that it's got they've got to be high quality so i can do boxers or boxer briefs either one the problem though with boxers just in general is the technology around the boxer seems to be no, 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 quite the opposite. I think it changes at a really rapid pace. Uh. And I don't buy new boxers like every day, but I feel like every time I go to find the ones that I had before to replace them, they're just non-existent. Mm. And uh, they're trying to make them tighter and tighter. I think they're trying to make you really go more towards a boxer brief. Interesting. These days. which uh, So yeah. in high school, I started wearing boxers. Good. And I was very, very strong, strong of the mind that enough with the boxer briefs. Mm-hmm. It's one or the other. None of this in the middle stuff. Pick. Something changed, though. I wore boxer briefs once. I don't know if, like, you know, in high school, my mom accidentally bought me a pair. I can't remember what the reason was, but I tried boxer briefs. Changed my life forever. And I'm forever a boxer briefs man. Now. What's your mom buy you now? What does my mom buy me now? <laughs> Not very many boxers. Not but many. here's the, the, the key. Boxer. Ben, Not very many boxers. Ben's on to something here is that it has to be high quality. Right. I have become a stickler for this particular brand at Target called Pair of Thieves. They are expensive as fuck, but they go on clearance every season once they filter in the new wares, right? All the returns. All the returns. <laughs> yeah, no. No, but they, they I think have it's the designs. Yeah, yeah they have new designs every right. season. So they're normally like uh, 12 to $15 as for a single pair. Oh, my. But get them on sale, six bucks. So I have transitioned to buying all of those, and it's a game changer. Right next to those at Target, they have basically the same thing, but not Pair of Thieves brand. They're, mm-hmm. a, they're I don't know if they're Hanes. They're like Target or, brand. No, they're not Target brand. They're oh. like Hanes. They're one of the I like know, Hanes. I don't know. I usually get. Uh, they're the exact same things, but they don't have the designs on them. Really? You know? Yeah. 
Um, I feel they, like I'm committed to the brand at this point. Yeah, yeah, you might as well be, and yeah. especially if you're getting a good deal on them. I don't wear them because I think the biggest size they go up to is a size smaller than I can fit into, so oh. I, I don't get them. But um, these are like four for maybe 25 bucks, and I mm. used to think that was really expensive, and don't get me wrong, like it's underwear. Come on. Yeah. But then I remembered, oh, I'm literally wearing these every day. Right. So, you know, whatever. Yeah. Yep. And at that, at 16 minutes and 14 seconds into our video game podcast, I'd like to thank everybody for listening to our video game podcast here from Handsome Phantom. If you didn't know what Handsome Phantom was, it's a website where we talk about video games. We maybe have l- new listeners this week based on the announcement we mentioned. So I'm glad they got the whole spiel <laughs> with the first 15 minutes. This is well, what this show is like. Unsusubscribe if you don't like it. Yeah. So <laughs> as you talk about video games, I got to throw this in before we're done. Sure. No tags. You can't have a tag in a box. No, 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 no. no. That And if there is, don't yeah. even bother cutting it off. Throw it in the this fucking of, trash. Yeah, I bought this pair of Star Wars ones. They had a tag. Nope. Throw that in the garbage. Enough. Yep. So, as we said, handsomefam.com, that's our website where we have written stuff. We do videos on youtube.com slash handsomefandom. And we do this podcast, some other, another podcast in the works, an anime podcast I'm very excited about next month for Ooh. Neon Genesis Evangelion. So, look forward to more info about that. We've already announced that, though, but it's been, yeah. it's been quiet. But you'll be hearing more pretty soon here. So, Yeet. excited about that. We're doing that with uh, our writer, Boo Stewart. The lovely Boo. She, what did she say? She said, I need to call her the lovely Boo Stewart or did something she? like that. Hmm. So I feel like that's, that's presumptive. What if, what if you weren't going to call another well, woman besides your wife pre- lovely? I, I don't know. She, I, I introduced her the first time and then she's like, actually, it's the lovely Boo Stewart. She was just making a joke. Right. We recorded the next episode and then she added on to it. And I said, Boo, enough. You know, you, you've you've already extended on this. I went with lovely, but I will not go any further. That's right. Okay. Are you guys ready to get into the news? Yes. Here we go. No. The next call of du- Phil. <laughs> the next call of duty yes. will is rumored pretty much confirmed at this point by multiple sources, including the the man himself, Jason Schreier, that it, it's gonna be called Modern Warfare. Mm-hmm. And specifically, it's going to lean into some darker themes. They specifically, the rumor is that it's, it's inspired heavily on the no Russian portion Ooh. of Call of Duty, the original Call of Duty 4 so I didn't model read warfare. That part. You didn't beat that part. I didn't read that part. Oh, you I didn't said, read that. Yeah. yeah. The part that most people want to cut out. Right. Whenever they re- let's, redid it. Let's do this in chunks. So first of okay. all, the name. Yeah. Modern yeah. Warfare. It's fine. Some people were making fun of this. Who cares? I'll be honest. I posted the name this. doesn't mean anything. No. Like we get this all the time, right? Too. Right. I, I think the reason why this might seem a little extra weird is that it it's a renaming of the. It's like the subtitle. It was Call of Duty Four: Modern Warfare. Right now, is this one just going to be called Call of Duty: Modern Warfare? Yes. So yes, nobody cares. This is it a new series? It might as well be called Cracker Jacks. I mean, it's 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 good for one year and then something else comes out. Here's nobody the cares. question: They said that this is a soft reboot. What exactly is a soft reboot? Same themes, different story. Like, like Westworld. They need the name to sell the units. People want a modern warfare. Right. So they just keep that. I don't know. It's Who cares? Like I Call just, of Duty just. I'm just trying to think of like a reboot means a full. Re, like this. Uh, controversial example, but the new Ghostbusters. Right. That was a hard reboot. Right. Correct. Yeah. It didn't take place in the old Ghostbusters universe. To my understanding, I didn't see it. But it did. Oh, it did. Yeah. So is that a soft reboot then? 
What's what's the the term here? What does it even mean? Yes, that would be a soft reboot. Okay. The thing is, is like what it actually means is that Ghost didn't sell very well as well. Mm-hmm. Um, some of the whatever whatever the last one was that seemed a lot like Ghost Recon. I don't know whatever the titles were, um, Advanced Warfare or something like that. Probably didn't sell as well as a as a Modern Warfare. So they just See, want the name again. But if you I'm sure throwing another four in it seemed complicated since the first one was Call of Duty 4 Modern Warfare. Right. Now it would be Call of Duty Modern Warfare 4. No. I don't know. They just made a decision and nobody would be happy either way. So to me, like God of War, mm-hmm. God of War 2018, soft reboot. I don't think so. Because it's a complete, completely new setting. It's a new gameplay style. It's still right. a sequel. It is still a sequel. But is that what a soft reboot is? Is a sequel that is completely different? No, it's not a sequel. I think a sequel has to... It's either a sequel... It's not a sequel. It could be a spiritual successor or something like that. I I think what it is is, again, like I said, inspired by... Like, it's the same story, setting, whatever, but there are elements of that are changed. I think you've just convinced me that a soft reboot actually doesn't exist. Here's my... What I'd like to convince you of... I don't think it's a real thing. Is that all these terms are fucking bonkers and mean nothing. That's exactly (laughs) what it means. I don't think it means anything. Because I was trying to think like... Like the the 2014 Godzilla movie is that a soft reboot? But no, that's pretty much a complete reboot. It's a complete reboot. Um, yeah. I don't think soft reboots a real thing. Right. Yeah. I don't think the title of the game matters. It says Call of Duty on it, so people are going to either buy it or not buy it. Right. Um, so let's talk about this no Russian thing. Yeah. We previously have talked on this podcast how we don't think the no Russian the mission would exist in current day and for anyone who doesn't know no russian is an optional mission in call of duty modern warfare 2 uh-huh. that it's in, when you start the game it was like it would say there's an extremely graphic disturbing scene in this game would you like it to be a part of the game something like that you could choose yes or no right in the in the level it's basically like a huge shooting at an airport where you the player can engage in this active shooter situation where you can gun down civilians you can also choose not to gun down civilians i believe that when i played it i did not shoot any civilians not from some sort of like i'm gonna be a good boy because i just didn't really understand what was happening right and was just following around these other players Mm -hmm. or the other npcs in the game so that's what no rush is what do you guys think about this is this activision or slash i guess infinity ward thinking you know call of duty has treaded on on controversial paths before and it has i'm assuming helped the series so maybe this is what this franchise needs right now what do you guys think i don't think it's going to be the same thing i mean it inspired by doesn't mean or or like based on whatever doesn't mean that they're going to have you shooting civilians again it just i mean maybe you're going to be playing against the russians who are who you heard that they were killing innocent people i don't know Hmm. Like, I don't think you're going to have that mission or anything like it in the game. Probably. I could see something where it's like you're doing drone strikes and you drone strike a village that has innocent people. Something like that. Maybe something that's just as horrible, but less direct. Do you know what I mean? I think that they want something about maybe players having to deal with extremely difficult ethical problems. What do you think, Phil? 
I don't know if we'll really know until we play it. Mm. Um, but I want you to speculate, though. Speculating? Oh, man. I'm, I'm such a... It's such a weird thing. I'm just glad there's a storyline again, like an actual single-player campaign. Sure. Um, but I, I don't know. It could be that. It could be just there's something shocking in there, like you said. Maybe it's a drone thing. Maybe it's something else. Um, but I, I think probably at the end of the day, they're just bringing that mission up because they know it'll get people talking, and now people will be interested in what's going to be in this game. Now, that was just a rumor. Like, right. that was from sources. So right. it's not Activision coming out and saying, hey, okay. it's going to okay. be like school, you know, school, right. airport shooter all over again. Right. I'm going to be honest, but, though. When I look, I play through the campaigns, but when I think back on them, I, I can't really remember any of the campaigns. They don't leave a lasting mark. Yeah, I remember really. them. To some extent, but I don't remember. I mean, I remember the over. Oh, that one was the one where you did this. Right. But yeah, it is interesting because obviously Call of Duty is played by millions of children right. every year. And even though Black Ops 4 was multiplayer only, there was still some story stuff in there. I don't know if either one of you played or checked I any dabbled. of that out. I dabbled. With some of that stuff was really violent. Yeah. Like someone's jaw was like get practically shot off oh, yeah, in rough. one of the videos. Like it was extremely one uh, chick, gory. Yeah. Her story was pretty brutal. Right. Yeah. So it's interesting that, you know, they're not they're not afraid to. You'd think that they would think, well, this game, even though it's mature rated, is played by kids. Right. Let's not take it to the limit. But I don't that's, think that's on them, though. I think that's on the parents to. Well, right. It's, but it's rated for a reason, I suppose. They I'm thinking that they're thinking about, you know, dollars. Right? right. If if news comes out that this new Call of Duty has this extremely controversial thing in it that parents might not buy it for their kids regardless. We're going to see the AO rating. I don't know Ooh. about that, <laughs> but I don't know. Do you guys think that final question? To me, the no Russian thing. I struggle thinking of whether or not it's necessary. To me, I feel like it's a little much, right? Like, if you want to have a scene that involves a full shooting that tells the story in a necessary way, that's fine. To have the player to be able to engage in that, to me, is almost feels like too much. What do you guys think about that? I mean, I don't disagree with you, but I don't understand why why you think that's possibly even going to be in there. It's just not. I'm just simply speculating since that's all, you know, this is what we know. This is what, if, if they're going to say that anything is like a previous game and they specifically mention this one scene, then I think surely we're going to expect something on that level of controversy. It's literally the most controversial scene probably in any of their games. Right. And there's like 36 of them. But yeah. What, what did they say? Did they say you're, the game is going to be like no Russian? Or did they say it's going to be based on dark? Like it said, that? I think they said it was in specific, specifically inspired by. Right. So, I mean, maybe the campaign is you find out this group of Russians mowed down a bunch of people in an airport. And you go hunt them and down. And you That's go hunt them down. John Rambo style. You're answering my question by saying, well, maybe it's not going to be like that. Right. I want to know what you think about no Russian specifically. Well, we, I mean, we've talked about that a million times. I, I think I think it's artistic license that people should have the right not to play. Or people do have the right not to play, the decision not to play. All right. Okay. Hmm. Any final thoughts about Call of Duty? I'm going to buy it probably. You're going to buy it? I'm probably I'll not going to buy it. Every year. Every year, mm-hmm. especially now since you said it, has camp- it will have yeah, a campaign, campaign yeah. the plan. I wasn't going to buy last year without a campaign, but I bought it anyway. Right. I think that they you did were... buy it at launch like you would have previously. No, I did. 
Oh, you did? Oh. <laughs> they... Sure, I did. <laughs> I read that they didn't see the longevity on Black Ops 4 like they were hoping, which the the thought of bringing the campaign back in won't wouldn't help that, no, I would think. But it's an interesting move that they saw, I guess, enough. Put a lot of eggs in the blackout basket, and I don't think it really... Well, yeah. And I think it split the... And I don't know. The fact that there's more competition... Like, you... A Call of Duty game doesn't have, uh, what's the word I'm looking for, opponents or uh, competition mm-hmm. um, in the same way that you do with other games. Right. But a, a Battle Royale mode has lots of competition. So if that's your selling point for the game, expect not to sell as much. I think Apex probably hurt them quite a bit too. Yeah. Probably took a lot of their base. Yeah. Well, they just weren't updating as much as Fortnite either, which it was obviously very confusing too. Like you'd be wandering around, and suddenly there's zombies, and mm-hmm. it was just weird. It was, there was no real. I don't know. Yeah. Okay, let's go ahead and move on. More speculation time. THQ Nordic has announced that they have signed a AAA game with 4A Games. Mm. Now, as you know, 4A Games, developer of Metro. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. So, Phil, you recently reviewed, not sure recently, did. but you reviewed uh, Metro recently mm-hmm. enough. Two months uh, ago. Yeah. Metro Exodus. It was only two months ago. I don't know. Feels like a lot. <laughs> yes. Yes, I did. And so <clears throat> I don't, without spoiling it. Okay. Do you think that this AAA game, are, is it going to be a sequel? Is there room for a sequel after Metro Exodus? Or, you know, do you think it's maybe a little cut and dry and they're ready to move on to something different? I think there's room for a sequel, but I don't know if this will be. Okay. Um, it's hard to really talk about it because the end is kind of, you know, it's something you don't want to talk about with a, without spoiling anything. But I think any game um, in that, yeah, I think it could have a sequel. Yeah. I really hope, personally, that they do something different. Yeah, I do too. Metro, though I find it intriguing doesn't exactly speak to me on a story level. Did you finish and it? I no, I didn't. Okay. I'm very close to finishing. The end it. is good. Like, dang, the end is real good. I so, recommend finishing it. Obviously, this team, extremely talented team, made their best game ever with Metro Exodus. Yeah. So, I'm always in favor of teams trying something different, trying something new. Ben, I, you've you've played some of the Metro games. You played some of Exodus. I did not play any of Exodus. Oh, you didn't play no. any. No. Um, I probably should, but I have not. I played the older games, like 2010 era. Right. You know, those games that came out around that time. So, yeah, I guess uh, Exodus was pretty pretty successful for them. Already signed on to do another one. So We assume. We assume. Well, we know. Well, another game. Yeah. Another game period. The thing is, though, I still want it to be a first-person shooter. I think I would just want them to maybe branch into multiplayer a little bit. Really? Yeah. See, I could see them doing some kind of cool multiplayer survival right. thing since they have a lot of those. Now, I'm no one like, seemed to have really done that successfully, thinking about, like, you know, Fallout 76 right. specifically. Right. But someone's going to get that really right. Yeah. yeah, eventually. I mean, I guess I shouldn't say that no one's done multiplayer survival. Obviously, there's games like Rust, um, Seven Days to Die, things like that. Yeah, Rust is still doing really well. Really? No. Yeah. I, don't, I haven't heard of it. For, for, I remember it was huge yeah. a little while ago, but now no one says anything about rest. Mm-mm. All right, moving on. Phil, this is one another one for you. Nice. Must be about Life is Strange. No, your other favorite. Oh, okay. Sega has announced that Judgment 
yes. is going back on sale in Japan. Fantastic. Now, I read, I looked at this article twice because I swear I was like, something's weird about this. Okay. It's going back on sale because, as you remember, they patched it, right? They had to patch the game right. because one of the actors caught using cocaine. Right. In Japan, which it's is not a good over there. Big, big no, big no, no. Kingdom Hearts had an issue with that. Too. You can put out a game with the cocaine in it, yeah. but you can't actually. But you do can't actually, in real life. You can't do it. Yeah, which is so interesting to think about. Like, there's so many things about Japan that are very different than us, and that's one that when you, I've heard that before. This happened. Yeah, but I didn't know the extent, the gravity yeah. Oh, yeah. of yeah. drug use. Buy panties in a vending machine, but don't use cocaine. No. None of that. Or I'm pretty sure it's like marijuana, too. Even. Yeah. Oh, yeah. my. You can buy beer in a vending machine right. in Japan. No problem. But, yeah, anything. Well, I don't want to compare beer to cocaine. but No, yeah. no. <laughs> but it's just interesting how with alcohol, it's right. a much more relaxed environment. Right. But as soon as you cross that threshold into even something slightly harder, if you even yeah. want to call marijuana right. harder, I guess in certain lights. Right. But so... It's going back on sale in Japan in July. Now, the U.S. release has not happened yet. It has it's not. set to launch, though, same time, June 25th. Ooh, boy. So this is kind of interesting because it'll go on sale in the United States. It Before will not it. be for sale again, though, <laughs> right, right. in Japan yet. Right. So it also creates this interesting situation where there's copies out there yeah. that have this original actor yeah. in it. And those copies are going to be really rare. As long as you play it on a system, I was gonna say it can't be patched though. Never, I'm sure there's gonna be a yeah. Patch. Well, yeah, you could you could pop it in a PS4 without right. an internet connection yeah. and check it out that way or something right. like that. But very interesting. And you very brought up Kingdom Hearts too. Yeah, yeah, Olaf. Olaf. Yeah, Olaf's doing cocaine. Yep. He's yep. made of cocaine. Now, right. Honestly, I, no. I had to research that because <laughs> at first I thought it was Josh Gad. I thought Josh Gad got arrested for like cocaine charges, but no, it's no, the no. the Japanese voice actor that yeah. did Olaf. And uh, yeah, so. Yeah. Um, it's made of cocaine. This, the, <laughs> this game is is only good. It's only going to be. It's not English voice acted, right? I think you have the choice. I really? think it is. Maybe not. I'd have to research it, but I, oh, I think it is. You're right. It is. It does have English voice acting. Um, it's the first like Yakuza style. I was going to say because the Yakuza games haven't. So they haven't since like Yakuza, Yakuza two, two. I think right, and it was bad. Yeah, they used like. I, I don't know. I think it was like Mark Hamill and some other people Whoa. did voices in this. I'd have to look it up. But there were some crazy, and they, they wasn't good. It wasn't good at all. But regardless, in Japan, the voice actor is like the scan right. for the yeah. game. Right. So they had to completely change that image. out. Yeah. Yep. So you'll never get that actor with an English voice. You will not. Ever. That's okay. As long as I get to play the game, I'm really excited to. Same game. Just as good. Yeah. I yeah. really have not. I mean, I know what this game's about. I know it's. Uh, the same setting, mm -hmm. which is kind of interesting to me mm -hmm. in that they have they've done Yakuza for six, seven games now, not including the spinoffs. Yeah. And they've always used the same city. Yeah. They and might have you go to smaller cities. But right. Yeah. Right. The hub. But yeah. Mostly you're in the same. But now they're doing a new game. But it's set in the same universe, mm -hmm. and it's still set in the same city. Only you're a detective now. Only you're a detective. Yep. I almost kind of think it would be better if it was a whole new city. But I'm Phil. You've played so much more Yakuza than yeah, me. Yeah, like I'm excited to get back into that world. Like, yeah. uh, I don't know. I'm pretty. I'm. I'm personally excited that it's the same city, so that I kind of know what I'm doing. It. It just kind of takes. Sometimes when you have to learn a new environment, it just kind of is daunting at times. And but those are never very big 
cities anyway. But is it going to be like concurrently timed with Yakuza games where you're not 100 percent okay. actually? So I was going to fill yeah. prediction prediction with no stakes. Right. Will the dragon of Dojima uh-huh. make an appearance? Highly unlikely. Highly unlikely. Highly unlikely. unlikely. Wow. Highly unlikely. I think they want this to be, even though they said it in the same place, I think they want it to be its own separate thing. Interesting. Yeah. At least a reference. I don't know. Do you think they'll mention the the clan? The clan, probably. Right. Probably. And not the the Ku Klux Klan, the the Yakuza clan, of course. Right, right, right. Just when you say the clan, I feel like you need to to specify. specify. It has a certain implication. I mean, because of the implication. Because of the implication. (laughs) Right. You still haven't watched that episode, have you, Dustin? You ever watched the implication episode? Of It's Always Sunny? With Dennis? No. Well, they have to say yes because of the implication. I just watched the episode where Charlie goes full America. Oh, my goodness. Rock Flag and Eagle. Yes. Very every episode of that show is good. Every every episode is good. Rise up! I'm gonna kick a little ass, man. Not to get a full tangent, but is there an "It's Always Sunny" podcast? We should start one. We should. We should. There's the episode where Frank is training D to be a boxer Uh to for Uh martial arts and stuff, and they get addicted to uh, steroids and stuff. And Charlie punches the wall. Yes, but. The funniest part is at the end when Frank fights the guy yeah. and he accidentally knocks over the daughter and she falls and dies. <laughs> like a million dollar baby. Yeah, yeah. I was yeah. I was laughing. I quote that very that episode. I'm not going to say daily, but often because someone says something to Charlie and he's like freaking out. He's like, I'd like to see you try that. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> like, he's just like freaking out. Yeah. It's so uh, it's always sunny podcast rewatch right, podcast right. coming to handsome phantom in 2020 all 12 seasons of it. Wow. Um, no, I do not think that the dragon will appear. Dang it. I just I think they want to keep it separate. Not yet. There not might yet. be a crossover event later on. You know, there are many fans that think this. They really need to put out the spinoff games that take place. They in, do. You know. Yeah. Uh, is it feudal Japan? Yeah, right. I would love to play those. Yeah, I haven't those look those. so interesting. Yep. I think that's so cool. They need to yeah, put them out. I hope they bring those here eventually. I don't know if if it is concurrent the way Ben was asking, it would make sense without giving too much away for him not to be involved at all. Interesting. Okay. So, Death Stranding is currently hosting a stream. What is going on with this <laughs> on PlayStation's Twitch channel? Yeah, just a bunch of hands handprints popping yeah. up. And by the time you're listening to this podcast, I'm pretty sure whatever's supposed to happen will have happened because they said Wednesday. Some people, I guess, I didn't know if it was Wednesday, United States or Wednesday, Japan. Guessing United States, though, at this point, since that's kind of the primary audience for this game now. But there's another rumor circulating. This one, I saw someone say it's not happening and then other people were saying it is, but... The rumor is that we are going to get some kind of news about The Last of Us Part 2 this week. And that we're going to get a 2019 release date. 2019. 2019. That's crazy talk. So the rumor is both Death Stranding and The Last of Us 2019. I find it a little hard to believe that they would crank both of those out this year. Nope. But you got to think about it. Last year, Spider-Man and yeah. God of War. Not back to back, of course. But I guess it was what? April and then September. September, yeah. So maybe they. I mean, update real quick. There is an there are multiple Always Sunny podcasts. Damn it! Well, we're going to do the but best not from ones. HP. So right. okay, go ahead. So yeah, I'm pretty excited about this. I mean, it's interesting if we're getting. I think it's more likely that we're 
potentially getting death stranding this year at yeah. this point that the fact that they're hyping this up it's happening didn't walmart canada leak leak a date already that's yeah. that's yeah. true that's yeah. that's they, been leaked but they also i think put games on the site based on quarters and when they think it's going to go up and that kind of thing i do love that rage 2 celebrated the uh the anniversary of the 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 reveal by them yes at walmart didn't with the they controller do, yeah i think they yeah. did a reversible cover yeah that was the walmart canada like that just said rage Two. it may have been i don't know and i think that they they're like here we fixed it and they like scratch something out or yeah. something they like did that. a custom Basically controller though it. yeah they yeah, did they what? Did, they did a custom. They did a custom controller. Oh, you're right. But I don't know how many of those there were. Did you see the Dreamcast that they did? Yes, that was that amazing. Was, that that was only very plays awesome. Rage Two. Although it was a, okay. it was like a mini PC. It wasn't right. actually a Dreamcast. Yeah. It was just in the Dreamcast shell. Yeah. Um, I couldn't care less about Death Stranding. Really? Couldn't care less. Why? I just don't care. There's so much weirdness. Like I don't know. Maybe the weirdness around it like hypes people up and draws people in. Yeah. I don't know what the hell this game is. And like as of right now, nothing that I've seen for it makes me really want to play it. It makes me wonder what it is, but I don't want to play it. Interesting. But I also don't like anything Kojima's ever done. Whoa. So. Whoa, Phil. Fighting, fighting words. words on this podcast? It's not something Not even style. Metal Gear Solid 1 or 2? It's like all stealth. It's like stealth shit. I, I just know, shot the so. birds for a little while, and then I stopped. Here's the problem I have right now yeah. with Death Stranding is this is Kojima we're talking about. Yeah. Okay? And Metal Gear Solid 1 satisfying through the whole game leaves you with some questions about the lore and stuff, but it's a satisfying conclusion. Metal Gear after that, it's all downhill. Yeah. Every, every game has more questions, more thread. It just, it turned into kingdom. It's like kingdom hearts, like where it's just out of control with how many characters and how many timelines and I have three copies of metal, metal gear solid five. And I haven't haven't touched it on every console. And then inevitably, the, the questions that people really wanted wrapped up mm-hmm. never got wrapped up. Uh-huh. So I'm worried the Death Stranding will, I think it's going to be amazing, probably have an amazing concept. Just from what we've seen right now, it's, right. it looks incredible. But I don't want Kojima to Kojima it, if that makes sense no, too much. No, you know he's going to. That's what he does. That's how I know. That's that's the problem. I think he's a fantastic human being. I just want to say that. Like, I think he's incredible. Like, we've been in the same room with him many times, and he's a great guy. Well, Always entertaining. That's, that's slightly, I, I, that's slightly disingenuous, <laughs> but like, I think he puts several too much, times. Yes. Yeah, several times. Um, I think he puts too much like, okay, twice. I've been in the same room as Kojima at least twice. Fair um, enough. I'll anyway. let it slide for that. Anyway. And one time he was with, uh, Del Toro also. Oh, right. Was, right. That's cool. Anyway. But like this game probably could have been out already, but like Norman Reedus gets a new tattoo and he's like, I'm going to put that in the game. Yeah. Like enough. Just put the game out. Let's just see what you got. When was Death Stranding announced? Ooh, oh, 2011, oh. I think. 26. <laughs> like, I want to say 2016. Know. It was definitely 20, 2017 or before. It was before 2017. I want to say it was E3 2016. I think 2016. So, but that was basically. Because we got the baby thumb at, at uh, PSX 2017. Right. Are the you thumbs sure? up. Yeah. Okay. Yep. Yeah. So then really. If you think about it, if that was the like announcement, hey, we're we're hitting the ground running now with this game. It's going. So 2016, 2017, 2018. I guess it has been a long time. It's been a long time. Even from hitting the ground running. I mean, he's he had to build an entire new studio. Right. I mean, he pretty much announced the game before he even started it. I right. would imagine. I would think so. Um But yeah, people will like it. Do you guys remember that video with Andrew House and Kojima where they're like 
uh, Kojima is starting a new studio and he's partnering with PlayStation. It was such a wholesome yeah, little was. video. I, I cherish thinking about that. Yeah. So press have previewed Mario Maker 2. And it seems like there's some more bad news than good news. Oh, no. I mean, obviously, they're very excited about the game, all the new features. But there's three things that have caught the attention of Twitter to the point that Mario Maker 2 was trending. Yeah. I'll go from least important to most important. Number one, the stylus that we've seen in uh, some of the the promotional stuff. Uh uh, Definitely legit, but it is not coming to the U.S., so what? everyone else will get a stylus with their game, but not the United States. If these are fingers, you can get your own stylus. You get your own stylus. But Jeez, they're, my Wii U one. They're I'm like, not going to buy the game. They're like, three for, they're like three for a dollar yeah. on Amazon. It would have been cool to have a Mario Maker stylus, That's let's be honest. Two, there will be, I don't know if it said no Amiibo support, but I'm limited. pretty sure it said limited or to no Amiibo support. Wow. Specifically, no costumes. Which, if you remember the original Mario Maker, you yeah. can scan in an amiibo, get right. the costume. Yeah. And I love that. There was so many fun, different little costumes. There was also, like, the weird, uh, the tall, the long Mario, mm-hmm. which was horrifyingly awesome. Mm-hmm. And I'm really sad to see that go. Yeah. Phil, did you, you played the first one, right? I, yeah. Did you like the costumes? Do you know what I'm Yeah, the costumes were good. I, my, like, my thing with that game is I play it a lot, but I don't want to build anything, right. so it kind of... I don't know, takes away from. But yeah, I like the costumes. I like that you could play. You could play as like, I think they had Splatoon ones, like any of the Amiibos would play. It was cool. I was so, I was, I thought when they announced this game about the costumes, I'm like, we'll get the Joker one. Yeah. That'll be Mm. super cool. Yes, yes. A solid snake one. Right. Like, man, those were all, would all have been so cool. I understand that, I guess, I'm trying to think of what their perspective is. Those costumes only worked in original super mario brothers yes. it didn't work in the other levels. which is why i didn't use it a lot because i usually stick to the super mario world right so i'm fine with that yeah now there is an extensive that's lots of coding to get that right. in the well <laughs> every yeah single one. yeah but there's still an incredible amount of work of creating all these new ones right yeah here's the thing at the very least give us all the old ones right you know the ones that were already made in the previous game, something like that. Yeah, but if they Still did that, they'd in. be people would be saying, "Well, they're lazy for not doing the new ones," you know. Or at least like all the the Smash Brothers right. roster, all your Smash Brothers amiibos will work with, uh, whatever Super Mario Maker right. Two right. would have been nice. Finally, the biggest blow <sighs> they were pushing about play online with your friend, play online with Mario Maker Two. I should say they were saying that you could play with two players. Whether it's local or online. That's what we got in the direct. Right. Further details today. You cannot play online with your friend. You can only play with random people when you play levels uh, online. Or local. But if, if if well, if it's local, then you can play with your right. friend, of course. But if you're online, you ain't Forget playing it. with your friend. You're playing with with Joe Schmo. It's in fucking Tinder. I'm not swiping and just hoping to find someone that matches. Right. You want to play with your friends. Yeah, and I think they said their reasoning was they didn't want it to screw up the leaderboards. No, oh, the leaderboards. Which I'm like, That's okay. That's the most important part yeah, of Yeah, because game. everyone plays Super Mario Maker for the leaderboards. I didn't even know there was leaderboards in the first one. All you got to do is make it, like, when you when you hit play with a friend, make a little note at the bottom that says, your scores aren't going to be applied to the leaderboards. Right. That's Done. fine. Yep. So. Wow. Which I don't even understand leaderboards with a co-op thing, I'd... random people like that. It makes no sense. But. As we know, Nintendo, over and over again when it comes online, makes no sense. Right. 
Yeah, that game's going to be a hard pass for me, I think. Really? I don't, I don't think I even picked this one up. Why? I, I played about two hours of the first one. I just didn't really put Dang. a lot of time into it. I put a lot of time playing the other people's levels. Yeah, I mean, more than two hours, but I just, yeah, I don't know. I had a lot of fun with that. I, You know, maybe this one I'm actually going to try to hunker down and make some of my own levels. I did try a couple of times. I just wasn't. I know. My problem is, like, I could figure out how to do it. I just don't have an imagination that's worth anything. Mm-hmm. That's how I feel with these creator levels. I start to create something. I'm like, well, now what? Right. Like, I don't know where to how to keep what going. What makes this challenging? Right. This doesn't look like it would be fun to play. Right. You know? Yeah. I just don't have patience. Yeah. Last but not least, I don't have a lot to say about this, but I did want to mention, surprise, Neo is having a closed alpha right now. They didn't announce it. They just sent out, hey, here's codes to random people on PlayStation Network. Right. So people are playing it. Ben, you got a chance to play it, so I wanted to hear what you thought about it. Um, I never played the first Neo, so from take take this all with a grain of salt. They have no clue what I'm talking about. Um, it's really good. Mm. I just don't think it's my cup of tea. You know, I... Of course, I mean, you could tell it's an alpha for sure. But. Right. I played the, uh, a pretty extensively the first Neo. I did not finish it, but... I'm hearing that this alpha is very similar to the first game. That they're That's not they're not a breaking a lot of new ground. Then, yeah. I and again I have no idea because I didn't play the first one. The one thing that got me is the tutorial took me like and the problem I had was that it was just throwing so many different controls at you and definitely things I think would have been easier had I played the first game, but I didn't. Uh but by the time I'm done with the tutorial, I'm like, great. I remember how to do those things when the button prompts are up. But there were a lot of different things it was prompting me to do, and I just got overwhelmed. And then when I was actually playing the alpha, the actual levels, uh, I was just like, I don't, I know you, I can do this thing, but I don't remember how or anything. Was there a lot of like weapons and loot dropping going oh, yeah. on? I did not like that about the first one. It was like you constantly, you were picking up so much loot, so many duplicates. It was a game of like, well, should you sell this? Should you deconstruct it? And then you can build new weapons. I didn't even get into that. I was just picking stuff up and dying pretty quick. Yeah. So it certainly seems like a game that's like it's done well. um, What I played of it so far and I thought it was enjoyable. But I don't know if I'm going to go further. I I got a code for uh, Brandon, too, because he really enjoyed Neo, the first Neo. Right. Uh, I got a code for him, too. I don't know if he got a chance to check it out or not. I have to check in with him. Yeah, we'll have to see... My what brother platted the first one. Did yeah. Okay, so that is it for the news. Let's go ahead and get into In One Tweet. And now, we have a double In One Tweet this week because last week I forgot to read on the podcast because I deleted off my notes. You wow. So, you know. Wow. Sorry, everybody. It happens sometimes. But let's go ahead. Let me see here. Where did I put this? Okay, here we go. So the question I asked was, we got our first deep dive into Super Mario Maker 2 and the new Super Mario 3D Land style. In one tweet, what other styles would you like to see in the game? Here we go. So Matt Riggs says, Yoshi's Island style would be rad. Also, I say fuck it. Throw in everything from Mario's Time Machine as well. That's a deep dive there, Mario's Time Machine. Just put Mario's, or uh, what, Luigi's missing? Mario's missing. Mario's Mario's missing. missing Those are... are those games like similarly like designed like yeah i think so they're both like at weird educational yeah those are i remember those those are weird uh seth s scott says mario 2 clearly that's the most glaring omission right i would think so 
I mean, it is so different, though. It's not even really a, a Mario game. It wasn't originally supposed to be. Right. Yeah. I but did not know that. Yeah, it was not originally. You a didn't Mario know this, man? I don't know how I didn't know that. So here's what's interesting. Uh, in Japan, it was a game called Doki Doki Panic. Okay, I've heard of that. And so Mario 2, the real Mario 2, was too hard. Okay. So they just reskinned Doki Doki Panic and released it in the U.S. as Mario 2. With Mario, they just reskin the game with Mario characters. Now that you're saying that, it seems like I remember something hearing that before, but it certainly was not. I cannot say for 100 percent certainty yeah. that I know Luigi's about that. jump in that game still haunts my dreams. It <laughs> is. It's the it's the the origin of <laughs> that weird terrifying. jump because he yeah. has it in later yeah. games. Yeah. Yeah. But yeah, Mario Two. I have a soft spot for Mario Two. I really like that game. Okay. Uh, T Narg ninety one says Narg Dog. Game Boy Super Mario Land, including Wario Land. Options for green slash black and white or I was color. just thinking of Game Boy. That'd be perfect. Dude, Super Mario yeah, Land. Skin, awesome. Yeah. That would be really neat. Yep. Even if it, you could practically just do, I don't know, I guess our whole whole world would be ideal, but to do some of these levels in Game Boy Color, right. not Game Boy Color, but Game Boy Colors, right? Right. right. That would be pretty neat. Uh, Manly Peterson says... Yeah, add Mario too, but I also like to see the ability to play the levels as bad guys like Goomba, Birdo, and Bowser. Wow. Well, with could you imagine playing as as Goomba, dude? As when you had the uh, Amiibo with support, the skins. you could play as Goomba. Yeah, but now they've removed that. So, finally, Paul Dostal uh, says original Donkey Kong. That would be something. I don't know if that would be possible, but. Maybe there could be some original cool... Original Donkey Kong? So that's like what the he said. original, original. Hmm. Original. Pretty much just look like Super Mario World, though. Kind of. No. No, he's saying like arcade Donkey Kong. Yeah. Like with the barrels. With the barrels. The... I mean, it's similar looking. No, it's... Phil. I think there could be some neat... Uh... <laughs> <laughs> Use the, um, the imagination. <laughs> it could maybe add some kind of... Don't neat... use my own words against me. <laughs> neat it's things It's all black that. and pink. Everything's just black and pink. All right. So... Let's talk real quick. We have a few minutes left. Do we have another s- in one tweet. Oh, yeah, you're right. Dang yeah. it. I almost forgot that one, too. <laughs> now we would have had to do two. That one, week. we only had one reply. So we'll just go through it really quick. I said E3 is just around the corner in one tweet. What are your hopes and dreams for this year's show? Right in to be on this week's HB podcast. The faithful Matt Riggs says, all I want is a new Transformers game. Oh, maybe an open yeah. world action RPG set on Cybertron. If that gets announced. My head would literally explode. Not sure who has the rights, but one can dream. I really hope it doesn't get announced. The, Why? So his head doesn't explode. So his head doesn't oh, explode. Oh, you're right. You're right. That the Platinum Games one wasn't like this huge open world experience, but it was a good Transformers game. It was a lot of yeah. fun. A lot of fun. I could go for a nice new Transformers game. I can't remember if I've ever played a Transformers game. I think the Activision has the rights to it. I believe. Yeah, I don't know who has the rights, but um, yeah, pretty interesting. Yeah. While we're talking about it, we're going to do a full E3 episode next week. But since I did the in one tweet, give me an E3 specific game, E3 dream. Specific game. Pass. You go first. Oh, specific come on. Game. He looked right at me. Um, a specific game, specific game, specific game. Oh, what do I want? What do I want? I'll go first. Okay. I want the sequel for Nier Automata ah, that's to, a good one. to be wow. revealed. I did one. not even think about that as a possibility. I think it, a good there's a high chance that oh, we're yeah. going to get a, a tease or something. So I'm hoping what I really want is something 
a uh, soft reboot <laughs> <laughs> where it is takes it's the same vibe the same it's yoko taro right but um i don't want it to be to be a 9s right yeah. their story is done yeah for me um okay this is literally i was trying to think of something else as to not sound like a fool but this is the first thing that actually came to my mind an actually good duke nukem game whoa mm. maybe possible maybe not i mean i know that the team uh 3d realms is working on a couple different things i kind of doubt that that's in the works but uh, or we would have heard something about it because surely they wouldn't be stupid enough to mention it before they knew it was actually going to come out right after the last fiasco but i don't know i could just really go for another duke nukem game honestly nostalgia is a, a beast that's true and uh, mine is for the same very same reason the nostalgia reason um I would like that perfect dark game to be announced that the coalition I think was working on Whoa. potentially you know i don't I don't know if it wasn't actually announced, but there was rumors going around so i'd like a I'd like a good perfect dark game that would be interesting I mean Gears of war four mm-hmm. all signs point to this year five so oh Gears of war five right i and pop. And Pops. Is mm-hmm. Pops coming out this year, too? Or It's going to be at E3. They're going to be showing it off. We haven't seen that game since last E3, right? I don't know. I was at GameStop the other day, and they, they're doing some weird pre-orders now <laughs> for it, even though it's an iOS game. Surely. <laughs> it's an iOS game? Yeah. Pop is an iOS yeah. game. The the Gears of War Pops is an iOS game? Yes, sir. Wow. You can, I like, pre-order it, like, with a bunch of special stuff in the code to download it and stuff. I totally thought it was, like, a console game. It is not. It is not. You're blowing my mind right now. Yeah. I wonder if the, this is clearly a, going to be a line of pops games. They're, they're going after that Lego market yeah. with this one. Interesting to go with a very hard M rated game right. for the first one. But right. the pops market is not for kids, I guess. It may be more than just iOS. It may be Android as well. Well, oh. yeah, but it's, it's still it's well, a mobile. Who has mobile. Android? Mobile. Seriously. A lot of people. Well, they, not they me. Don't, they no don't, one in this room. But they don't matter. That's right. So Wow. Wow. I said it. <laughs> you did say it. I was trying to bite my tongue, but. You just went for it. We have a few minutes left. Do we want to? We can go over the special topic real quick. Sure. I've been I've been holding it on. I want to I want to make sure it gets talked about at least briefly. This is a suggestion from the the lovely Boo Stewart <laughs> when we were talking about things to talk about for podcasts, and she brought up talking about our opinions on spoilers. Mm-hmm. Specifically, I think this was brought up because of Game of Thrones and how spoilers were handled online for right. that. So. Let's keep it broad, but we'll also keep it brief okay. about how do you feel about spoilers? Do you avoid them at all costs? Do you not care or does it all depend? First, I just want to say, and this is not a new thought with me, that it's amazing that the Game of Thrones spoilers are out in live tweeted and somehow for Endgame, which is insane. Still the first really. spoiler I saw was three weeks and I, I wasn't avoiding them. The only right. real spoilers that I saw for that, too, were I think the Russo's kind of put out just right. like pictures that they're just like, OK, we're going to show you this right. now. Yeah. OK, so about spoilers. Right. I used to go on forums and look for spoilers of shows I was watching, like finding out about what's going to happen in future episodes and stuff, because specifically I did this with Smallville. And my mom and I used to watch Smallville religiously when I was in junior high and high school. I love that show. And I think probably one of these websites like Krypton Site or something like that yeah. had somebody like who was working on the show also a member of that website. Mm-hmm. And they would put us. I used to like go looking for it. I'd want to know what was going to happen. 
etc. Now, I will go to pretty great lengths to avoid spoilers if I can. Yeah, I'm just not. I mean, it's not most things. It's not going to totally kill my experience of it, especially video games, because video games, sure, the spoilers are impactful, but it's more about the experience for me. Movies and shows, though, I don't want to be spoiled on. I'm with you. I'm to the point now where for movies, we went and saw John Wick 3. Yeah. Awesome movie. I did not see a single trailer or teaser for that movie. Yeah. It's not either. always possible because sometimes you're sitting at the movie theater and you see something. Right. I'm not going to run out of the theater like a crazy person. Okay, real quick. Yeah. I heard someone say that Spider-Man Far From Home was a trailer before they saw Endgame. The, no, the new one, the second one? Yeah. That's horrible. That Wait, can't be. What do you mean? Hold on. They spoil a shit ton of Not stuff. Not the original teaser. Not the original, Not the original one. teaser. But no, I don't know if this person was telling the truth. I think it was on Reddit or something. So it's it's impossible to tell if they were telling the truth. But other people chimed in and said that the same thing happened to them that they went to see Endgame for like the second time or something. Yeah. And there was a Spider Man Far From Home trailer before it. The, that's the new Spider Man. That's from, ridiculous. That's ridiculous. Don't know if it's true. I don't know. I have not seen that trailer in the theater yet. I've seen Endgame three times and a couple other things. Right. I haven't seen that theater. Hmm. That would be terrible. Yes. Yeah. Like terrible. Okay. Sorry, Phil. Or somebody, I cut you off. Uh, yeah. I do that a lot. My one last thing, because I don't, you know, we don't want to make this too long, but I think that in the realm of video games, certain developers seem to go too far with revealing stuff yeah. too early. Like Kingdom Hearts, pretty much every world was revealed right. beforehand. It would just it would have been nice to be surprised. Right. That's kind of like spoilers I don't really care about. I think I'm it's not, more story notes. Yeah. That I would Yeah, care I don't more care about, about seeing the like, world or anything at all. The well, they did that with Kingdom with Kingdom Hearts 2. They put out a trailer called The Final Battle. Yeah. And I watched it afterwards after I beat the game and I was like, "Holy shit. I am so glad I did not watch that." Hmm. Because it revealed so much so many moments that I thought were absolutely incredible. And if I would have seen that beforehand, it would have totally lessened the experience. I think I care way more about it in movies than I do in video games. Yeah. Um, can we spoil Force Awakens? Is it is it long enough that we can spoil that? It's. I'd Almost. say it's all perfectly legal. All if perfectly you want to skip, if you haven't seen the Force Awakens, just can I spoil the Force. Skip else? ahead. I'm gonna spoil the Force Awakens. When I saw the Force Awakens, I went and saw it uh, with my friend and his kids. Um, and his, you know, we, we had to wait till the kids got home from school and. Um, his son gets home and he was real bummed out and his mom's like, what's wrong? And he's like, kid spoiled something from the movie. And she's like, well, don't tell us. And he's like, I won't tell you, but dad's going to be real sad. And I'll tell you right now, as soon as he said that, cause we've been Han Solo fans our whole lives, like me and right. his dad, we loved some Han Solo. I just immediately had this gut wrenching feeling like fucking Han Solo is going to die in this movie. Yeah. And, and you like punch the kid in the mouth. I just, I just, <laughs> so like when it happened, it didn't impact me the way I expected it to because I kind of was expecting it. Yeah. So, and that sucked. I put up a um, a thing on Instagram at that point, and it was like a Venn diagram. And one side was like, uh, you know, puppy beaters, and the other side was like some other horrible thing I can't right. remember. And in the in the middle where they cross was Star Wars, people who sto- spoil right. Star Wars. <laughs> right. Somebody I didn't know, because I put a hashtag on it, went in and commented on it and said, Han Solo dies and you barely see Luke Skywalker. Holy I, shit. I'm not kidding you. I've been a Star Wars fan since before I can remember. I cried at my desk at work when I saw it. Wow. Jeez. Not like cried because Han Solo was dead. Cried because I've been anticipating a new Star Wars for how long? Wow. It was just, it was just like a single tear or two. Right. But I was still like, 
distraught. So I reported that person, and they they banned them for like three days or something. Nice. nice. <laughs> Did you see the guy on, on Reddit that um, since last year, a guy that ruined Infinity War with him, he actually became like internet friends with him and shared memes back and forth so that he would trust him so that when he saw Endgame day one and the other guy didn't, he spoiled everything of Endgame for the guy. Um, just he spent a year just, get back just that's getting back at truly him. That's evil. some next level right like, there. It was you got to read the thread. Look it up. It's yeah. this whole thing. It's incredible. So I have to tell this quick story because it was on the episode of Knockback, not Knockback, Sacred Symbols. That Colin Colin said this on that. So you should listen to the recent Sacred Symbols, but it's so relevant. He said that someone spoiled some show that he really liked that he tweeted about, and someone was like, "Oh yeah, well this this and this happens," and then enraged him so bad. And he 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 followed. He kept tabs on the guy's profile and saw this was before The Last of Us came out that he had like Joel and Ellie in in his Twitter profile and his mm. header. So he knew he was really looking forward to The Last of Us, and so he knew that he would get The Last of Us before and he oh, would play no. it and review it. And so he waited until the day the game came out, and then he went to send a message to spoil the whole game. Couldn't do it. He didn't pull the trigger. Oh, really? He couldn't no, bring Colin, himself to do it. He, Colin couldn't bring himself to do it. Yeah. Wow. So it's a very interesting story on that podcast. Interesting. That, so this guy, though, for Endgame, oh, yeah. he, he pulled just, the trigger. He pulled all the triggers. Like, he literally, like, went down through the list of every little thing that you could spoil. You got to start with the big ones first so they don't, oh, like, absolutely. They don't you know, to make stop sure that reading. they, uh, yeah. yeah. So, yeah. okay. So let's end it there. Thanks, everybody, for listening to the HP podcast. It means a lot. We're excited about the announcement going on on our Twitter and other related Twitters. So make sure you just follow at Handsome Phantom to see that. Going to be pretty exciting. Mm-hmm. Also, you can visit us at handsomephantom.com. You can help us financially by, by using our Amazon affiliate link at handsomephantom.com slash Amazon. And you can join our Discord, handsomephantom.com slash Discord. And I we don't usually shout this out, but I want to right now. If you want to follow... Us personally on Twitter. Follow Ben, which is Ben Smith2588. Follow Phil. At Philip Nyman. And I am at Dustin Can Fly. They're in the description for the episode too. Yeah. Go ahead and give us a follow. It would be cool. We t- that would be I cool. tweeted out a Carly Ray Jepsen song today and one person liked it. Hmm. The lovely Boo Stewart liked it. Hmm. Sometimes I'm like, okay, that one that one hit hit different. Didn't quite quite hit hit, hit yeah. to my audience, but that's that's fine. I didn't see it or I would have also liked it. Well thank you. I appreciate that. Okay. Any final words, boys? That's it. Time to go out in the rain. Yep. All right. See everybody later. Bye. credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores led by Walmart and Target are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall credit card bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall credit card bill.